Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Did you know that an entire month, the month of October, is appropriately given to pastor appreciation? Well, whether you knew that or not, now you do. Having uh, been given the great privilege of pastoring myself, um, I was blessed in 1982 to go to Baltimore, Maryland, be a part of founding a church, and pastored there for 27 years. And what a blessing it was for me to be allowed by God, the great privilege of, of doing that. And I would say that all of my experiences, both uh, good and joyful experiences and the tough, challenging, hurtful experiences, all of them God used in my life to shape and mold me. And uh, what a privilege it was to be able to fill that role of pastoring a church. And so for that reason and many more, I'm grateful for the time that is set aside in October to recognize the importance of that gift to the body of Christ. And pastors are a gift to the body of Christ. Um, the Word of God in Ephesians chapter 4 talks about that, that, that God gifts the church pastor-teachers so that they can build up the body of Christ and prepare them and, and train them to do the work of the ministry. And so um, pastoring is so very important. Now, the Word of God gives us the pastor's responsibilities. It's very clear in the Word of God. And it also, secondly, gives us the member's response to their ministry. What I would like to do is just briefly, quickly summarize in two ways the primary responsibility of pastors, because that's not the main thrust of this podcast. And so I would put it this way. Primarily, pastors are given the responsibility of feeding feeding the sheep, feeding the church, and secondly, of leading the church. Titus chapter 2, verse 1, this is one of the pastoral epistles where Paul is instructing young pastors. He says, But as for you, Titus, speak, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. Now, this is just one example of many that I could give of a number in the Word of God where pastors are told to speak, to preach, to teach, to proclaim the Word of God. And it is our primary responsibility. There's nothing higher than that, than, than uh, teaching, explaining, helping people to understand the Word of God, because that, not pastors themselves, not their opinions, their philosophies, their methodologies, anything— only the Word of God is what changes people's eternities, changes their lives. And so what a great responsibility it is for pastors to feed feed the flock. And then secondly, to lead the flock. Listen to what verse 7 says in Titus chapter 2. It says, In all things show, show yourself to be an example of good deeds with purity and doctrine dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach. And so there, um, um, Paul is telling young Titus and therefore other pastors that they need to lead by personal example. And then in other places, they are to take the oversight of the church, lead the church, uh, both by personal example and by, um, and, and by helping to govern the church. It is the pastors, the elders' responsibility to do that. So in summary, the primary responsibility of pastors is to feed the flock and to lead the flock.
But what I want to get to now is what are the members' response to their to their pastors' ministries, and and wow, is that one ever so important? What is the response of members to 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 their past to the pastors' ministries? Well, First Thessalonians chapter five. Verse number 12 says this, But we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction, and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. And so here it is very clear we are to appreciate those that and to know them and to esteem those that labor among us, that are over us, that give us instruction. And that's clear that they're talking about pastors there. Now that word uh, translated appreciate here in the New American Standard is translated know in the King James Version. It's translated respect in the English Standard Version. The, The general idea here is this. We are to get to know our pastors by observing them, by watching them we're to become aware of of who they are and what they do in an appreciative way, in a respectful way. We need to to not just uh, 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 assume that we know what's going on, but we need to know those pastors. Um, and and we it's not necessarily talking about an intimate personal relationship. Not everybody can have an intimate personal relationship with with pastors. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just that simple. Not everyone can do that. But but. What we uh, can do is when we um, get with the pastors in the, in the assembly, uh, in the gathering of the church, uh, when we're around pastors, watch them. See what they do. Realize what they their responsibilities are. Be aware of them and and be appreciative for what they do and and esteem them. That's what the scripture says here. Esteem them, respect them. Now we're not talking about putting somebody up on a high pedestal and worshiping them. That is not at all it. And no real genuine pastor wants that at all. Uh, we're, we are just people like everybody else, but we're people with that great responsibility that's been assigned to us to uh, take care of the flock. And so, again, uh, the request here is of the church that they appreciate, know, uh, get to know, be aware of, and respect them, uh, uh, and be thankful and grateful for them who diligently labor among them. That is, That means, uh, in the original Greek that this was written, who work and labor to the point of exhaustion. And I can tell you that happens more often than you know with pastors. Labor to the point of exhaustion who have charge over you. In other words, they're responsible for what they teach and how they act over you and, and who give you instruction. Um, that, that instruction, that admonition is uh, so very key. And so we need to know them. But then uh, we'll take it to, to the next level. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 17 and 18, we are told that they are worthy of double honor. Listen to what verse 17 says. The elders who rule well are to be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, you shall not muzzle the ox while he is threshing, and the laborer is worthy of his wages. And so it's really clear here. You know, the ox was used uh, to uh, thresh wheat, and they were uh, told not to muzzle them. In other words, the wheat that they were threshing for humans, let the oxen eat a little bit of it. 
and uh, the laborer is worthy of his wages. And so here, uh, what he's saying is, take care of your pastors. Uh, The double honor here may not necessarily mean that they get double the pay of everybody else. That's not at all it. But it is saying that take good care of them financially. And I would ask you, where you go to church, do you know if your pastor is struggling financially because the church is not taking care of them well? Uh, that's, that's uh, you know, and a true pastor, a true pastor, somebody's really got a shepherd's heart, is not in it for the money. Uh, many of them have the kind of gifts and abilities they can make a lot of money outside of pastoring. They're not in it for the money. They're in it because they're called and they love the Lord and they want to serve the Lord. But it is their church's responsibility to take good care of them financially. And then, as we go on over to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7, the Word of God tells us also as members how we respond to pastors. Listen to what it says in Hebrews thirteen seven. Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you. There it is again, leading and feeding. They led you and they fed you with the word of God. And consider the result of their conduct, of how they live. Imitate their faith. Considering the result of their conduct, the way they live, imitate their faith. I think it's important that it says imitate their Faith. In other words, follow their godly example. As they follow Christ, follow them. Again, pastors are not looking for groupies. They're not looking for fans. Uh, they're, they're not looking for people to, to pump them up and, and make them bigger than life. That's not what we're talking about. But as they honor Jesus, as they serve the Lord, as they serve the flock of, of God, um, a, a, as they live in a way, of, in a manner of integrity, follow their godly example. That's what God has told us. I'm just telling you what the Word of God says. I'm telling you how to, how members of the body of Christ should respond to the pastors and their ministry. Follow their godly example. And then, over in verse 17 of Hebrews 13, verse 17 says this, and this is tough, listen, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Now, it doesn't stop there. It says, let them do this with joy and not with grief, for this would be unprofitable for you. You know, um, in, in, in my years of ministry, just to be honest with you, there, there was some grief that came. Uh, there, there were sheep that, that were not submissive. There were sheep, and I'm not talking about bowing down. I'm talking about submitting to the Word of God that, that, that I taught. There were sheep that wanted to act up and act like goats, and it brought me grief. And it, and, and it brings pastors grief because they truly do love Jesus and want to honor the Lord and want to do the right thing. And so here the scripture says, obey your leaders. Now, there are things that you need to understand in the totality of Scripture. It's not obey if they tell you, I want you to wear a certain hairstyle and and a certain kind of clothes, and I'm using crazy examples here to make a point, or I want you to drive a certain kind of car, or I want you to follow these particular rules that I've laid out. Look, that's not what it's talking about. When it talks about obeying your leaders, it's obvious that it means obey them as they teach and preach the true and pure Word of God. That's what it means. Submit to them because they watch for your souls. How do they watch for your souls? Through the ministry of the Word of God. And it is those who will give an account. 
James said, don't be many uh, teachers. Don't be many teachers because on them comes the stricter judgment. Uh, When you stand before people and preach and teach the Word of God, uh, there is a real accountability there directly to Almighty God and to the body of Christ as well. So, So when the Scriptures here says, obey your leaders and submit to them, it means that you respect a godly leader who's teaching the Word of God and the Word that they're putting forth. You listen to it and you obey it because that's God's way of doing it. So how can you honor your pastor? How can you appreciate your pastor when that pastor, that godly man, is up there preaching the Word of God and doing his best to live what he preaches and loving others and caring about others? You honor him by obeying that Word that he's preaching and teaching and submitting to him and his leadership, his godly leadership, let him do it with joy. Don't bring, don't bring him grief uh, because of being uh, rebellious and not being obedient and being unsubmissive to the Word of God and being a troublemaker. Well, uh, Acts 20, the Apostle Paul uh, is saying goodbye to the Ephesian elders, and what a sweet, sweet scene it is. Listen, To Acts 20, verse 36, it says, When he, Paul, had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with all those elders. And the elders began to weep aloud and embrace Paul and and repeatedly kissed him, grieving especially over the word which which he had spoken, that they would not see his face again. And they were accompanying him to the ship. Do you see that precious, precious, (laughs) those elders had been under the pastoral ministry of Paul. And they loved Paul. And they were crying and grieving and kissing him, knowing that they wouldn't see him again in this life. And they walked him down to the ship as he was on his way to, to Jerusalem. I hope that scene will help you to understand how much you need to love on and care for and appreciate and honor that godly man or those godly men that lead your church, your local assembly. I hope that you'll do it. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.